Hello, friends, countrymen, Romans, <laughs> Nigerians, I don't know, everybody. The Boytown Podcast <laughs> is an inclusive place. Despite its name, everybody is welcome. And welcome to the podcast. We're back once again. I'm in my house. The, the rented gay what? <laughs> no, I was going to say the Renegade Master, but then I remembered it's the Renegade All right. Master. <laughs> All right, okay, no problem. Well, welcome to the podcast. As I said, I'm here in my house, Shane's in his house. Although, the background, you could argue that you're maybe just in a different room of my house, but this is just a great secret we've been keeping this whole time. But welcome to the podcast. How are you, my friend? Man, I'm good. I've, I've got a new appreciation for you this morning because I know you're a man who likes to stick to his times, okay? Yes. You're weirdly... Yes. I was going to say you're anal about that. That's not the only thing sure. you're anal about. But um, yes, you know, you've, uh, you've, you've, you've worked with me here mm-hmm. and I appreciate that. You know, no and I think this is a newfound zen that you've had from the fact that you're... Are you doing yoga now, did you tell me? Um, no, I'm just trying to lose a bit of weight, which is a similar effect. You know, less fat makes you less angry, you know? You know what I think it is? I think since you've been growing your mane really long, like mm. your hair, I think you're becoming a way more chilled out guy because yeah. everyone knows scientifically, bald guys are angry bastards. And yeah, I know stressed. Since you've grown the Hulk Hogan hair, you've, uh, you've just become hey, a really... Sp- just speaking of guy. Hulkster, I'm representing oh, no. the Hulkster in the t-shirt here today as well. Um, why, are you, fe- why are you funding Hulk Hogan? Because he is my hair icon. You know, that's the hairstyle as long I'm as that's aiming the, for. As, as long as that's the only thing you're taking an inspiration yeah, yeah. from Hulkster for. But I mean, he's, he's been kicking about since 1979. Do you know that? Yeah. I don't know if that's the year he was born. I mean, if it is, he's had a tough paper round. But I mean, I think he's, he's been on the scene since 1979. <laughs> Hulk Hogan's 10 years older than us. Yeah. <laughs> brother. That would be quite a... He literally could be <laughs> our brother. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'd be one to explain, wouldn't it? Uh, but yeah, so, so what? What was the situation with yourself? Is this something you want to lay out, or is this something you want to avoid talking about in the podcast? Like, what was the the delay going on? What's happening with no, you? Let it's all good, brother. Um, I was in. I was basically up at hospital. We're having another baby appointment, and um. Mm-hmm. But that, I mean, that's just any appointment I have at hospital because I yeah. call everybody baby. <laughs> but no, we, uh, we, we, uh, we just had a routine baby appointment and, uh, you know, they rumble on, they rumble on because I guess, uh, hey, I don't know if you know this, but the NHS are a little bit flat out at the minute. Mm. So, um, so, yeah, there was just a bit later than we thought and um, NBC didn't like it. You know, I was like a little, uh, I, was, I was an entitled shih tzu being left in a car with the window down i, I was just sort of going a bit crazy in there yeah. but anyway here we are we're on the btp the boytown podcast which i gotta say the boytown podcast has been the david body of podcasts since lockdown and what do you mean by that i mean number one it's hard okay, <laughs> okay. Number one, it's, hard. <laughs> it's for us both. number number two it's doing a great job you know what i mean like it's it's mm minimum minimum seven out of ten every week because mm-hmm. all pods have a bad week you know we know that yeah. but the boytown podcast has been the holding midfielder of lockdown podcasts i would i, I would think so can't say yeah because i mean some podcasts have just fallen by the wayside some have maybe been inconsistent but boytown's here on a split screen on a zoom do you know people think want that like People like had podcasts, and then when lockdown started, they've stopped doing. I can't think of anyone specifically, but 
like why is every comedian not doing a podcast in lockdown you, yeah you're me combined we do 47 podcasts a week. yeah i mean i feel like like zoom has maybe made podcasts easier overall because i mean going forward means if we, if we can't go to the studio or something or we can't meet up or obviously the time will come whereby you'll be welcoming your child whether that be maud a female child or todd a male child or i don't know bod if it's just not decided what it wants to be yet um so either you might be able to get down to the the office which we're hoping we'll be allowed to get back into soon enough so i mean i think you can bring people in obviously guests have been able to come onto the podcast via zoom which is something we couldn't maybe have done before so I mean, I think Zoom is a useful tool for podcasts. Obviously, we'll want it to be back the way it can be so we can be sitting there drinking tea together and knowing each other at the end of the table, socially distanced. But, you know, Boytown Towers, I miss it. But I'm just pleased that rather than... At the very start, we had a decision to make whether or not we took a took a break or we just plundered on and we're just plundering on. We're just making trying to make Boytown great again. I'm glad that we didn't take a break from this. Because I, I, I mean, I don't know. Because if I'm so buzzing. I'm so buzzing to actually get back in the studio and do it. Because yeah, this has been. These have been like speak like blowing your own trumpet kind of thing. I w- and by the way, I would if I could reach. Yeah. But this has been great, and now I'm mm-hmm. buzzing to get back in the studio. Whereas if we'd taken a long break, mm-hmm. you imagine like four months without Boytown and then like driving down to the studio to do it, you'd just be a bit weird about going back to it. Yeah, but um. But I feel very, very bisexual with it. And I mean, I also think it's a wee bit like, you know, in, in some respects, we have a bit of a, like a, a duty to the citizens. Do you know what I mean? Like people yeah. are very supportive of the podcast. They've helped us get to this point with, with Boytown and also with our own personal podcast. So I think it would be a wee bit uh, sly to just go, again, no pun intended, referencing my own podcast, but uh, I think it would be sly out of Monday to podcast. something like that to just ditch them. You know what I mean? When the times are tough. And now I don't think necessarily it's as fun a watch physically, not seeing us in the same studio space without that snake rat there, just making all our bald spots and our blemishes pop out in his HD camera. But we're, we're doing the best we can in the circumstances. And I do feel happy that we've done it. You know, and please we've kept on going. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely one of the highlights of my week. Is I'm doing the big shop in Asda and putting on mm. my headphones, and weirdly ch- also chatting to you yeah. is another one. Like I'm glad that you and I have kept up our thrice daily phone calls because <laughs> there was definitely a period at the start of lockdown where we we're talking to each other so much, mm-hmm. and then we kind of just like everyone just got jaded with lockdown. Yeah, and then we stopped. I mean, we we were having days when we were maybe exchanging. 10 texts yeah and that was it but yeah. now we've got really back into the swing of things and um and you're looking at your watch there yeah for- because what has happened there is um i'm recording the podcast and my wife is not due home from work for like another hour but she's just arrived so if she makes a noise and disrupts this podcast i will be really sad so yeah, i'm just going to text her here i'm just going to say look could you do the right thing and just stay in the car for like another hour um, yeah, hey man, can I ask you? Do, you, yeah. know, you know the way you're growing the hair, but you don't yeah. want to show your head. Would you yeah. consider like a daishiki, or do you think it's a really, really bad time to bring something like that in? What, what do you mean? Do rag. I mean, <laughs> do you I, think it's a good time or a bad time? I mean, Davey, the, the premier of the day. Rag? I definitely think that people might have 
have reservations about me sporting that look. Um, yeah. I think if you had it, you had a do rag, and I got my hair braided. Yeah, I mean, the, physically, like the time for us to do it, it would make sense because you have enough hair that you could probably braid. I would need to keep my mane under locks, and a do rag would do that. But again, I think given the way the world is at the moment, um, I think it might be a bit too sensitive a time to start you know uh sporting these relatively um you know controversial new looks <laughs> do you know do you know what i what i enjoy is that like you know whenever you whenever you see somebody like a white person get braids or dreadlocks mm. or whatever there's there's a, an outcry about it and 99 yeah. percent of the people are crying about it or or white people but what yeah. i enjoy is there's not like it's it's obvious that like white people like probably do have kind of like less style because you know yeah. no black guys are, are debuting the mullet you know yeah no, that's true because i mean like, i or, think or, 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 or curtains you know what i mean yeah what but again mean? but again like black uh black people and white people have different genetic makeups so different styles work on on them you know obviously like white people would would wouldn't have like as curly a hair as like black people would have so obviously a black person um, well, yeah, he, but again, it's not that tight afro. It's just a f- like just curls he has. Whereas, like you know, if you were to like grow an afro hair and cut a mullet, it would be a real a real rigid style look. I would like to see it. Or or you could go, <laughs> be pretty you, know, sweet. you could go the route of like a Cat Williams and just straighten that baby down and have really great hair. I need to say Cat Stevens again. I do that all the time. Someone asked me on the podcast once, like, oh, who's your favorite uh, stand up? And I was like, oh, you've got to give props to Cat Stevens. <laughs> like he's, he's really funny. I mean, going to a uh, getting their gigs confused would definitely be an eye opener for a lot of yeah. people. You know, going to cut stains, expecting to hear father and son. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have Alize. I don't drink Alize, but bitches do. He definitely sounds different in real life than he does in his records. That's for sure. <laughs> oh. What about when Cat Williams, one of our favorite comedians? Pulled over to the side of the road. I mean, he may well have been going through some serious bonds yeah. issues. But um, but what about whenever he... And we should do bonds thoughts later in this episode too. What about yeah. whenever Cat uh, Williams was driving through, I think it was Atlanta, Georgia, wow. and he saw some kids like in like quite a rough area like playing football. Mm-hmm. And he pulled over like soccer and he just asked them if he could get involved and play. And he's like, Cat Williams, like late 40s guy. Yeah. And, uh, and he has like straight and long hair and like a lot of diamonds. And he started playing. He got into a row with some like 12 year old kid and squared up to him and challenged him to a fight. And the kid got him in a chokehold. And yeah. like, there's many photos of Cat Williams, like a 48 year old man yes. getting choked oh. up by a boy. He's not having a good time. Like, he's, he was he's quite like, a character or cat, like, isn't he? Like I enjoyed, yeah. like I think he would have been very keen on on maybe intoxicating substances for a while, and I think yeah. you know maybe like there was that story about him just going around paying people at the comedy store because they're right for him, and they're like I haven't, and he's just take that money, and they're like nah. he didn't know who he didn't know who you owed money to. Yeah, if he's you haven't cool. seen Cat Williams before, which is K A T T Cat Williams, um, check him on YouTube and see if you can find a clip where he's talking about. Michael Jackson, Cat Williams, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson is one of the best bits of stand-up that you will ever see. The guy is just a total force of nature. Um, you know what else is really, really like weird? I just popped a grape in my mouth and then I whisked it around my mouth and made it made my face look really weird. Look at this. 
<laughs> it looks like you're taking a punch in slow motion. <laughs> Here comes. This is premium podcast content. <laughs> nice. I should probably not crunch my grape into the microphone. Let me just mute that real quick. No, but that is uh that is a hell of a lot of fun. I really yeah. enjoyed that. Really enjoyed that. Um yeah, man, what's 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 going down? What are you what are you sort of feeling at the minute? What are you what are you thinking? I mean, that's, that's a deep and wide-ranging question. I was going to ask you, first of all, before we got off the topic, it's like, yeah. obviously, there, you've been in the hospital with the baby. The baby is, is due soon. Um, yeah. How are you feeling in, in preparation for that? How do you think, obviously, that the citizens are going to be asking, as in, you know, is the man boy cheeky going to go offside for a while? And, you know, what's the crack with that? How are you feeling? How prepared are you? Or where's your head at? in terms of impending well, fatherhood? David, you can tell by looking at me that I was in the scouts. You know, I... I, I mean, when you were that age or just Yeah, when I was recently? scout age. Oh, right, okay, scout age. I wasn't one of these adventure scout guys, all right? Um, do, do you I find was, that weird? Like, just whenever guys... Like, Bear, whenever people are like, oh, Bear Grylls is cool, and you're like, ah, he's the best scout, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> is Bear yeah. Grylls still a scout? Yeah. Is he not, like, 40? Be a man, join a paramilitary, you know, if you're yeah. still looking to carry it on at that age, yeah. you know. <laughs> I mean, you, you could quickly rise up the ladder of paramilitaries if you were very talented, like a scout. 100%, like if you were, like if you were a, an expert at tying knots, mm-hmm. it'd be like, fuck, no one here knows how to do that. You know, Imagine how yeah. quick you could scale a bony as well to put the flag on the top. Here, do you know what's funny? Um, you're not into Jerry Cinnamon, sure you're not. You, uh, no, I like cinnamon as a flavour, but not him as a, as a singer. Well, I like Jerry Cinnamon. I mean, the the thing is, he's one of these guys who... And, and uh, are you going to out him as a paramilitary? No, no. Well, right, potentially. Okay. I'll tell you in a sec. But basically, every, if you know who Jerry Cinnamon is, Scottish singer, and nine out of ten people are into him, which means makes a lot of people, by mm. default, not into him. I actually do think his, his, some of his music's very good. I like him. I'm a fan. Um, but he has a song on his new album called The Boney. In fact, the new album is called oh, wow. The Boney. Okay. But I think in Scotland, I think in Scotland there's, and just in general, ponies aren't just a Protestant thing, sure they're not? Well, no, actually, in history, what a bonfire was, was um, at the very outset, hence the name, it's a book called The Boney and a Bonfire. They used, yeah, they have a boner if they like the fire. No, um, that, that only came later in the day. It was just actually no fire. Made off, made up of bones. Quite literally, it was just to like burn animal bones and things like that back in the day. And then people realised, they're like, "That looks pretty dope." Like, and then the present tradition of, of the bonfires or the bonies, as they're known, was actually there were beacons lit to light the the orange troops up the lock. So that's where that came from. So yes, whenever people call it a bony. It, yeah, it's a, called a bonfire, but the origin is bonfire, yeah. So, and I know that because I actually curate the UVF Museum in East Belfast. So, I'm able to tell people a lot of history about <laughs> about that time. Um, so, there you have it. But he, he has a new song on his album called mm-hmm. The Boney, and it's a brilliant, brilliant tune. Like, mm-hmm. really, really good music, like foot tapping. It's like, there's just no. But there's certain parts of it that, uh, 
you know, I think if you were driving through different parts of Belfast and boys yeah. didn't notice Jerry Sinema, you could be in trouble because it's like the chorus goes, "Believe and build your bony, build a bonfire big and high." <laughs> and then he has a line. He has a line where he goes, "It goes, it goes like this," and it's such a loyalist line. And I think Jerry Sinema might be Catholic, right? But the line goes. You can build a bone. I can tell by the look in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but what I love about him, like a lot of my friends who would be from the west of the city would be primarily the, the ones who are big fans of Jerry Cinnamon. So me and Kim yeah. and them, they're like, oh, getting this new Jerry Cinnamon album. Yeah. And they're listening to it going. <laughs> so yeah, I think it'll be eye-opening. Um, and I mean, I would definitely be keen for him to come to Belfast and sing it. Um I think he was supposed to be in Bel- I think yesterday he was supposed to be doing a show in Belfast. Yeah, I was supposed to have gone and seen Ramstein last week, but they had to cancel that because of coronavirus. But uh, Ramstein, more like. I mean, I'm joking. I don't know any other songs. Yeah, um, but no, I mean, with Jerry Sinman, I mean, I, I, obviously, you know, you're a big fan. I'm a big fan of the Sunday papers. There was an announcement in the front of the Sunday papers that the 12th is back. Like, coronavirus was talking about canceling it, but they're... The boys are saying they're coming back. There's going to be bonies. I have a problem with all Sunday papers. Oh no, what is it? There's just continual. They just keep doing uh, in the showbiz section, just quoting from Tea with Me episodes where I've yeah. interviewed someone, and mm. they just put that's it a, in like that's the Sunday life. I, I mean, you know, you shouldn't call yeah. them out the slatter, but it's a Sunday life every week. Yeah. So, so I was talking to the journalist who mm. writes the column, and I was like, "Hi." Um, because, you know, all you want is, like, a way acknowledgement at the bottom. You want and money, cash, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want, yeah. And gold, you know, you want yeah. bars of gold. <laughs> but the minimum you want is, like, a fucking line at the bottom being, like, this was said on the Tea With Me podcast, not like here. Oh, and I thought you meant, like, a line for on the bottom. Like, that's... No. <laughs> if you were locked down, that'd be a good way for you to have fun. <laughs> you want an acknowledgement of, like, this is the podcast this is taken from, you know? Um... But and and anyone else that has done a story on that is based on the back of the podcast has credited it. Doesn't matter if it's yeah. the, the Vulture or all these big type publications. Mm-hmm. And then my local paper is not doing it. So I sent an email uh, to the journalist, being like, "Angry I, email? Uh, like, were you across no, the no, Angry? Not angry. No, I was just like, I was just, you know, you know, like Denzel on Training Day when mm-hmm. no one backs him up and he's kind of yeah. all right." Yeah. Right. It was kind of like that. I basically said, like, listen, I'm aware. I think I said, like, I know this might be an error or whatever, but can you put in a quote if you're going to do this? Like, or can you quote the source? And the journalist came back and was like, um, yeah, we normally do this, but the editor might have left it out or, or whatever. <laughs> oh, that old chestnut? Fine. Fine. Right. Then oh. it happened again this weekend from a really old podcast. Who was um, who was it featured this week? It or? was it was uh, it was the story was about Jamie Lee O'Donnell from Derry Girls. Yeah. So this is the second time a story's been uh-huh. run on that, and that podcast is from like three months ago or two months ago. And um, so I sent an email today, being like, "Why is this happening? It's just it's just really bad etiquette because you realise that that." section is filled with stuff from other things and what did they say in response so have you got back to you since the latest i haven't received a reply yet but i just think it's kind of did you send it to the journalist or did you go above their head i'd go above the journalist i sent a journalist but the thing is i fucking i like the paper like you and me know we like our sunday papers we like our local sunday papers and i 
buy that paper most Sunday, especially for the Irish League coverage. So, um, see, you um, like you like upset. the Irish League coverage, and I like to know what those wee scamps are up to in the paramilitaries. Yeah. That's what I like to see. You know, um, it's bad etiquette. It is, um, but and it's bad etiquette. It makes me sad. Well, what you should happen. do, what you should do is is discuss it on your podcast because no doubt, if they're getting the quotes from it, they listen to it. So maybe just yeah. talk about it on said podcast. Yeah, don't like it. No, like so it. we deviate once again. So you're coming up. Your first child's due. Where does it, where's the head at? Are you nervous? Are you excited? Are you are you just all on eggshells a bit, a wee bit? Like because I remember all at the time, above. I got mine uh, very by surprise with with Holly being born because we had to have a cesarean section because Holly was breech, and which means just sitting this way up up normally, you know, so we had to have a cesarean arms booked crossed. in, arms crossed, not happy, and um, very sassy, and um, we were told basically the 15th of December, that's the day you're, you're going in, so the week before we had to go for a wee, a wee checkup, and on that day, obviously I was like, we'll go in, get sorted, work out the formalities for the following week, and then go in, and then the, the doctor's like, oh no, their foot's out, and I was like, ha. Ah. <laughs> classic and then she's like no I'm not joking actually and then me being me was like alright okay so what do we do go home and just rest and then come back again next week because you know obviously it's coming up to the football uh, Christmas season you know you want to like, try and get as many games in as you can and they were like nah you're having a baby right today and I was like oh, nice so you know I just feel like with you like like your wife is looking very pregnant and ready like I'm a man that knows knows pregnancy and I'm looking at her going if if you were to ring me today and go Dave we're heading in I would go yes but also not surprised you know it wouldn't be so how are you feeling about that are you are you ready is everything in place that you need to do if she does go into labor after this podcast obviously if she goes into it during the podcast you just say wait but yeah after are you all set to go I'm good to go. I'm kind of as prepared as you can be, I think. Um, everything's packed. Everything's ready to go. You know, I've got all the essentials, like my gluten-free hobnobs, mm-hmm. my uh, almond milk, all the stuff that you would definitely need. Like, mm-hmm. um, Do you have your full football kit? Toiletries. I've got my football kit. I'm bringing my ball. Do you think that would be okay just to, like, well, keep you up? I do think, because of social, social distancing, that there will be less people in the wards and stuff so you'll have more space to ping it about like and, and help but yeah um maybe some of the maybe some of the um what do you call them um what do you call the guys who doctors like, maybe some of the maybe some of the porters will be up for a bit of a mm-hmm. kick about yeah um but no i'm i'm being serious i'm nervous a little bit but more excited mm. than nervous like i'm aware there's going to be stuff that I'm totally clueless about it at the time. Yes, but I'm just going to try. I'm just going to try and enjoy it. The good news is, um, it's much more enjoyable for fathers to be than as mothers to be. Um, obviously, because you're not having a baby taken from inside your body. But, um, I would say to you, definitely enjoy your wee rests up until. Uh, I've been you sleeping like a baby for the last um, four weeks. So, but then also, it's it. The, I don't know if particularly my nurses and midwives just thought it was funny to mug me off, but they just did basically take the piss entirely the whole way through of me, and that helped. But also, it was kind of like, you know, they were just like, "Well, we could do it," but ultimately, you're going to have to do it when you go home anyway. So it was like changing nappies and stuff, like in the beginning. 
when I when you're just given a baby that you've never handled and you bought a baby before it, you're like, this is the most delicate thing in the world. And like, I was trying to put Holly's like clothes on. It was like I was playing the game Operation. It was like, <laughs> and then the nurse just walked up to me and whispered to me, and she was mate, she's just been pulled out of a body by a pair of prongs or tongs, not prongs. Don't know what prongs are, but pulled out by a set of tongs. And I was like, all right. And she goes, you can put her arm in a fucking in a baby grow and I was like don't swear to me this midwife sounds well unprofessional here mate she's been pulled out by fucking prongs what (laughs) stick her arm in the fucking thing yeah and then uh, after that so I got her dressed and all and then she had done like her first outside of the body poo (laughs) first poo in her nappy and the midwife was like ah she was am I to fucking change her here fuck's sake unless <laughs> unless you want to it dickhead and I went oh well and she goes oh, you're gonna fucking have to so more and then I followed her up and again I was like Picasso I got these you just have wee balls of like cotton wool because they're wee delicate bottoms and you just have to and it was just a very but again so once you know, you know, once you get the first one done, it's like, all right, okay, I can do that now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. How long before you felt like you knew what you were doing? Was it like hours, days, weeks? <laughs> Still don't. <laughs> so you just kind of wing it as you go along. And like this week, and a couple of things happened that were very traumatic for me. Um, two days ago, like I've been lost twice. Yeah. Well, but the second to that, right? But we um. Obviously, Catherine, my wife, is working still long hours in the hospital. Because as I said before, she's the main breadwinner. She's a frontline hero. I'm just the guy in the house looking after things. And I'm, I'm not even a good housewife at the minute. I'm a bad housewife. I um, need to get the hoover out. I need to keep the house presentable. She's back early from work today. So I haven't even got the chores that are supposed to get done done. So I'm going to get my bottom smacked. But the other day, I was just in making my breakfast. And Holly was watching the TV in the living room. And she came in choking. And I was just like, what? What? like panicked and just had to get her across my knee and just pat her back as best I could. Luckily there was nothing stuck in her throat. What she'd done was just poked her finger too far in, into her throat. So I was panicking. And then this morning she came into me really in hysterics crying and was like, my nose, my nose, something like stuck in nose. And I go, oh no, she could some shove something up her nose. But what had happened, she was like, I'd find this little bit of like, uh, like it's like a wee bit of like strawberry in, in a yogurt covered and she had hidden in her oven from yesterday so she had found it and just had been holding it and like the yogurt had melted in her hands she had like a little bit of the melted yogurt but there's me thinking there's like an actual square raspberry up her nose and she's really panicked and hysteric about it and i'm trying to keep calm it's not sweet like it's very very stressful and then you're like do i take her to hospital or not and then i just made her blow her nose and thankfully Always fine. But do you feel like, 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 just genuinely, like, or generally, like, handling things, like, like doing the change and doing the feed? Mm-hmm. If, if you ever did that, um, oh, literally a couple of days she was there and she just wasn't taking breastfeeding at all. So after maybe a day at home, I was able to do feeds, and then with that, obviously, I'm. This is another thing, Mister. You'll need to learn. Life you need, you need you need to be willing to compete against your wife in terms of sleep chicken all right because that's a thing like there's be times you'll hear the baby crying explain this to me sleep chicken is a game that like you wake up and you hear the baby but obviously you're exhausted she's exhausted you want to pretend you're still asleep do you know what i mean and the other person will wake up and then go to the baby however i quickly discovered that that my wife was just playing me at that game way better than i was playing her because if i 
like she would wake up, I would listen, and if I knew if she was like silent, she was awake. Because if she's asleep, you'll still be breathing all. But we're both pretty stupid, so when we woke up, rather than just pretend we're still asleep, we just hold our breath. <laughs> so both just of us silence a bit, and that's when I would know. But every time, every time I got up to feed that baby, she would move in bed afterwards. So I knew she was just getting comfortable. So I knew she'd. But again, I just have better hearing. So more, more often than not, I would get up and do nice feeds. And I get into a routine of um, getting her up, going downstairs and just watching, like giving her a feed and watching. Like a, I got through about four series of Breaking Bad, just doing those like 4 a.m. night feeds. Like, so that was kind of good. Do any, could you do any stand-up writing when you're doing that? No. To be fair, no, not really. I didn't because, again, you're just, you're so zoned out. You know, you're like... Again, that's the biggest fear, trying to make sure whatever like position you're in with the baby, you, you don't fall asleep. And if you, like I think I've maybe fallen asleep once with her, but in the point that if I did fall asleep, she was safe and I wouldn't like drop her or yeah. fall on her or suffocate or anything. They're all the worries you have to do. But, you know, you, 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 you have to adapt the situation and then make it like work for you. That's how I would describe it. Like how, you know, and now thankfully with a, with a decent routine and, and it's great and again i think it's great now i've kind of got a ha- the hang of having a, a child and of having another one in late september which is going to fucking ruin everything again but what do you think you will do differently um from first baby to second baby definitely no more you know do you definitely think you any lessons like like a friend of mine said about the amount of times him and his wife like change nappies he's like mm-hmm. oh the first baby you were talking like 20 times a day. He's like second, mm-hmm. maybe four. He's like, yeah. you get a lot like, you get a lot more like, oh, okay, th- this is overkill. You know, I don't mm-hmm. need to do this as much or, you know. Yeah, I, I think. first time you're almost too I think it's like, like say you're doing, a, you're doing a show, like a gig. You always like to know the venue you're doing. Do you know what I mean? Like if you go to a venue and you don't know, you're always more nervous to know the lay of the land. If you know, like I always find if I'm yeah, doing a show, yeah. I like to see where the stage is. I like to see where the audience will be. Figure all that out in my head. Whereas, like, with a baby the first time, everything you're getting is new to you. You know, there's, you can read the books. I'll give you a spoiler. I didn't. You can look at the, the online videos. Spoiler, I didn't. Um, and, but nothing will teach you what your own child's like. So you just have to figure it out. So I'm hoping this one will be, like, again, Holly was a good baby for sleeping and stuff. So I'm hoping this one is as well. But, I mean, this time around, I'll know what they need to do with bottles. I'll know how many, you know, I need to feed and know how to change nappies all that jazz what they eat how to like hold them like that's another thing you forget like i forget how little a baby is one of my friends had a baby just before the the lockdown and whenever i went over to see it i forgot how weight it was you know because i have like a toddler now you just throw it over your shoulder and but then yeah, yeah. You, baby, you have to like hold its wee head and all and like have the wee book rag and stuff and that's another thing i'd say to you make wear more clothes that you're prepared to get vomited or pooed on because no. you know no. I'd say you, full hazmat suit. yeah well, that's that's fair because they are but they're great they're great but also um hard work but once you start figuring it out it's good like you know it's it's nice to, to have yeah. a child i love it but again it takes a bit of time adjusting the new the new schedule so what what are you most excited about and then on the flip side of that what are you most like terrified about if you will I'm most excited about the idea of like a walk with the wee baby carrier on. Mm-hmm. Oh. I think that is adorable. Yeah, I'm um, going to just come in there and say those babies look 
far sweeter than they are after a while they're sore in the back and you're like i ah, just stick it in the pram just stick it in the pram right 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 well i was, I was mm-hmm. excited about that what i'm least excited for or most nervous about is the first nappy like you said i think we'll be mm-hmm. okay once i've done the first one but i've never done a nappy before never really seen in one yeah. even and uh, i'm nervous about the first couple and then i think yeah. that'll be dead on like um I think as well, you have to, like, I would have always been quite, um, you know, grossed out by stuff. Like, see, one of the worst things I remember, one of my friends, we were driving, I think we were, we were over in Scotland watching, like, golf, the open golf, and I was, one of my friends was driving on this really big motorway, and he had, for some reason, picked the bogey, but he picked the end of it, and then just pulled a big wet bit, and it was making me feel really, really, really sick, and then, like, this, this, the thought of it was really turning me, and I thought he got rid of it but he just stuck it in the dashboard and then I hadn't realised and I looked around and saw it and then I had to open the window and be sick out the window because it was so gross to me and I, and I had to throw it out the window and then when I was sick out the window the smell of my sick made the guy in the back be sick so then we had to pull over the car and all of us were just being sick it was horrible but like that was a, See that friend who did the yeah. boogie what is his first name begin with or what is it what do you call him is, 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 uh, oh, he's, he's not known by his first name Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, that was my first guess, and that's yeah. fucking gross that he did that. Oh, no, it's not Maka. Just before oh, you think, oh, no. Gee. Pardon, no, his first name's Michael, but uh, he... Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so there was that, but that was horrible. But then, again, fast forward to whenever you have a kid, we're in there, Holly's about a week old or two weeks old, we're getting her, like, newborn photo shoot, and she just starts to poo, really wet diarrhea, and my first reaction is to just cut my hands and collect all this diarrhea in my hands and not give a second thought about it. You know, so the look of a bogey made me have to be sick and pull the whole car over, whereas I could quite happily catch. And that's just it. You need to sort of realize that they're such little helpless things. You have to just, you know, and I've been vomited on. That That's disgusting. Um, this morning I had just nose gunk all over me because she'd stuck the yogurt up her nose and it was just not so horrible. But... Um, you know, the worst thing, <laughs> the worst thing that has ever happened to me, gross-wise, with, with, the, with having a child, was, like, Holly would eat blackberries and blueberries, because blueberries quite a lot, like, they're her, would be one of her favourite things. And whenever she was a bit younger, um, I'd seen one of her blueberries just to, on the ground, and I sort of picked it up and just popped it in my mouth. It was actually a tiny bit of poo that had fallen out of her nappy, and it was only whenever I went there crunch into it I realized oh no you know and that was basically I think that happened like a week <laughs> after the the time or the week a week before I think the time we were at our old old studio and I licked the actual human poo as well so I mean I've had a bad couple of weeks of it but um yeah it was pretty gross so yeah I think you as a as a man it's very um clean clean and against gross things you, you're gonna have to just get used to it like because it's gonna be it's gonna get gross Speaking of gross things, let's get involved in some listeners' questions here. Yeah, let me see what we're like for time. Um, I'll do. Um, I'll do Twitter. Okay. So let's see what we've got coming in hot on the BTC Boytown questions. I mean, the BTQ. We've got four questions. Craig Johnson says, "Hello, the Harold and Madge Bishop of Northern Ireland." On the East Belfast mix idea, me and, and he's tagged his mate, uh, okay, brainstormed a show called Steaks. Happy for you to pursue under the condition the main character, Ballbeg, is included. 
he's the arsehole mate who's always been your friend and you don't know why. Um, see, here's the thing, Craig. I don't know if that's gonna. I don't know if it's gonna sell worldwide. I think it might be a hit locally, but mm. uh, you know, the the money told and Papa Bear are all about that that cash and that honey. So I don't know. I feel like you guys adapt it yourselves. Um, get a pilot made, get a production company interested, and then if there's money to be made that's when you get in touch with us and then you outsource us to come and be in it so we can have that conversation. Hold on a second. I just think I hear her. That's okay. Go ahead. Nope. Go, and have a, go and check the room. No, it's sweet because, again, we forget my wife's here. So True. I was working. says, greetings to the Fountain of Wayne and the Beast of Bangor. Just wondering if you guys have a date or a rough time frame for returning to Boytown Towers. I watch a lot of podcasts and this Zoom keeper has to be annoying you guys more than it does me. Phil, also, be grateful for what you're given, my friend, because we're two responsible guys and we will return to Boytown Towers whenever the fuck we want to return to Boytown Towers. Um, no, hopefully it will be. In fact, no, it won't be a while because there's babies on the scene. Yeah. Uh, it could be a while, let's just say that. But what I will say is, honey, we just have to adapt. Yeah. And it's not all about you. And we do appreciate you being a listener. But at the same time, honey boo boo, you're being a little bit ungrateful. Yeah. Because, you, first of all, let me just say this you better be a Patreon for giving off about the look of the podcast. That's all. Yeah, that's because all on Patreon, you do that weird thing you do. You know, that like background. Can you do it now to show people how that works? Uh, just to show people what you do for the full Patreon. Basically, I like to have what is called a virtual background. So <laughs> that is when you green screen your background. So I, um, <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spoil this one for you guys. But uh, basically, all you need to know is that a virtual background, and I don't even know what this one I had is. This is just an old photo, actually. I'm not gonna buy. Whenever uh, I, as you can see, there was on holiday. Um, <laughs> Couple of years ago, I but mean, um, well, look at lift your arm up, that's even better. Your arm's doing it as well. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, if you were to lift your shirt up and take your just be topless, you could basically see that full scene, which would be quite like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for the audio listeners, definitely go watch this YouTube clip because this is really funny. Oh. Uh, definitely enjoyable. Um, but, right. um stop that now, please. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But we'll figure out uh, when we're back. When when we can. But obviously. At the minute, it is uh, very difficult <laughs> <laughs> to figure these things out. Okay, um, we've got one more. No, we've got a couple more, actually. Right, def definitely put your from... actual face back, please. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, so two weird. seconds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this, this, is, from, this is from Rebus. Do this ice again. <laughs> open your eyes as wide as you can. 
Oh. <laughs> right, that's so freaky. Okay, Reba says. <laughs> oh. oh, this is even freakier. This one. <laughs> the ET filter. Um, Reba says, "Hidey hi to the power behind the throne and Shiny Boy cute cute." Here in New Zealand, things are fairly back to normal after COVID. Great to hear. People are getting back to doing what they miss, like Nando's and beers with their bras. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh so much. I like just people in New Zealand. I can't wait to get back to base with my bros. <laughs> but what do you? What from lockdown has been class? You think you'll miss? First of all, Rebus, I like a lot about that. Um, I like that you're a big friend of the show. I like that you've addressed this in the right way. I like that <laughs> things seem cool in New Zealand after lockdown, and I like that you like Nando's and beers for your bros because I like those things as well. And so does Davey. Um, mm-hmm. So what do we think we'll miss about lockdown? I will miss spending time with my daughter all, all like all day, every day. You know, I'll miss that. It's been good. Again, I reckon her um, intellectual growth has been stunted immensely by just seeing me uh, all day, every day. But no, I'll miss that. I'll probably miss like, you know, appreciating the little things like getting out for a walk for an hour a day. Yeah, no one's know. doing that post lockdown. No, no, no one will be. It'll be like, I walk the, from the car to the office, I'll do. You know, so three things I got. Um, and also just, I guess, mm, I don't know. I want it to come back to normal. But I have, there are, again, lockdowns are very, for me, it's a very, like, you know, there, there, there's either ultimate really great highs of enjoying yourself with your family and things, or there's lows. You're never just fine. You're always in really great form or terrible form, you know. So I'm looking forward to that balancing out a bit more, getting back to a bit more normal. Next question says, just want to say, not enough credit has gone to you guys. Uh, this is from LMJ, mm-hmm. who's L Cool J's bro. And he yeah. says, uh, just want to say, not enough credit has gone to you guys for the work you've been putting in during lockdown. What's been the hardest thing for you to deal with during lockdown? Keep it lit. The podcast lads have been class. Well, we appreciate that a lot. Yeah. And you're right, not enough credit has been given to us, so give us more. Davey, I'll be back in one and a half minutes. Um, oh, you have to. The guy. There's a guy in the street that I need to tell something about. He's a builder, and I need to mention something about the side of my house. It's very important. All right, okay. So you answer this one. Okay, um, that last one. I mean, I, I'm going to just say, to be totally honest, he was so busy being distracting that I don't actually know what um <laughs> what that question was. So what I will do myself is go into the podcast questions and see what exactly that was again, because he was so, so distracting. Um. Let me see. What's the hardest thing to deal with? Also, my hair. Probably my hair is not thick enough on top to be a great glorious mane, and it's too thick at the sides and back, so it looks like I've got some kind of weird nest thing going on in my head. It's too long, it's too scruffy. My beard is disgusting. Um, I just think that I, li- I like to have a tight haircut, and that's been a struggle. Also, just being inside. Like So there are days that I maybe don't go outside for like two, three days in a row, and that affects the bonds. So, yeah, that's probably been the toughest thing, but I'm working from home. 10 out of 10, absolutely hate working from home. So um, Mike Hilton has said, mm, good morning, hunkos. What's the worst item of clothing that you used to think was pure fresh? Mm, I'm sure Shane could probably take this question uh, and write it till the cows come home but 
for me, I remember I had a jacket like back in the, I'm talking 90s here. I would have been a probably, uh, would have been about maybe a year, say about 2000. I must have been about 13. And it was this, it wasn't even a jacket, it was like a coat, but it was made out of like soft, like fake leather, like soft fake leather, but it was like navy and red and like a puffer look. So, it wasn't uh, very fashionable. It was like something the Notorious B.I.G. would wear in a video of Missy Elliott, but yet I wore it as if it was a legit piece of uh, of fashion. And the question there, Shane, can you hear me? Yep. Was Do you have any fashion faux pas that you have, any items of clothing that you once thought was super fresh, whereas now if you look back, you go, oh no, not even that full mod flare outfit that you did that really bespoke uh unauthorized modeling shoot with and I say modeling shoot you probably just got a friend to come and take photos of you like throwing stones into the sea and like hiding on fences and stuff none of that gear um, no I don't think so sweet well what, what I can do if you want I can make up a like a montage of all those photos and put it in the Boytown Twitter would that or, or the Boytown Instagram would that be sweet very slight um, yeah in terms of real bad full pass when you look back, though, everyone was doing it. Was the was flared? Anything flared? Yeah, um, wasn't wasn't great to be honest. Right. Okay. Next question is from Matthew Mernon. Good morning. What's your guilty Here's pleasure? Time. My mic's way over here. Oh That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. What What's your guilty pleasure on YouTube? Oh, um, old football, like. Old football moments, basically. Um, you know, like the likes of BT Sport and Sky, mainly BT Sport, do really old highlights, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty class. So I'll go back and watch those, and I can lose a lot of time doing that. What about you? I like uh, like a lot of like rock and roll type stuff. So like I like the I would watch maybe like I like drums. I like to watch people do like drum solos. So that leads into like uh, a lot of. Uh, sort of rabbit hole stuff and uh, <laughs> I mean that's really nice to see very strange <laughs> but really nice to see uh, yes yeah, so I, I mean you can tell sort of rabbit holes you go down and um, we're looking at some of your backgrounds there but um, next question is from V-Dub boy and uh, it actually looks like you are a different race when you do that it's, it's weird like you're you know, there's a wedding ring and all on the finger there um, what V-Dub boy said what did Snake Rap Band do to get the sack as producer you don't want to know you don't mm-hmm. want to know um, it's a difficult one for us to talk about Dave I think it would be better to just move on maybe with the next question yeah probably Rory Miller or as he's known Roy Miller has said good morning emperors of man milk great to have the Premier League back I disagree with that actually just off the bat um, and the fact that you can hear everything said in the pitch is a bonus my highlight so far has been Southampton's goalkeeper slicing a clearance and shouting ah fuck with the commentator having to apologise that bouncy haired bandit David Luiz doing his best to be booted out of London was also a highlight but what I want to know is who's going to make it from NIH and Supremo Keith Cruz's books hashtag where's Bunter hashtag yeah just Bunter. I mean, you got to keep the fans happy with these answers. Mm-hmm. Bunter. Bunter's going to make up Bunter Castles. Keith's loving it. Recently talking to a girl off Tinder and then Snapchat and getting on really well. So send her a picture of my, oh no, 18-year-old Labrador dog sleeping because she's cute. She replies with, uh, and then tells me she doesn't like dogs, especially older dogs. 
then after a few more messages, I still can't hack this at all. So I just ended it. Just want your opinions on was I justified in believing that she could be a serial killer? Much love, amigos. I mean, I don't, I'm not big into dogs, Dave, as you well know. I will tolerate some dogs. And yeah. There's a couple of guys I think are pretty sweet, but in general, I'm not mm-hmm. a, I'm not a big big dog guy. That's yeah. when like I heard the Baja Men song. I was like, yeah. who did? You know, I was looking around, kind of paranoid. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. You, if you're a dog, if you're a doggy man and she's not a doggy woman, then you know there's going to be some doggy problems. So I mean, yeah. if like if you're going to marry this this broad, you know, you want to maybe have similar similar interests you know you probably want to settle down have a have a house have a family have a dog you know and if she doesn't want to have a dog and slagging off your dog then she's not the one woman for you also reported to the psni if you think she's a serial yeah. killer again obviously i don't think it's enough to you know say because she doesn't like dogs she's a serial killer but maybe if you have any other inklings that make you think she's a serial killer you know definitely reporter to PSNI because you don't want weird things to start happening, you know, yep. is my advice. But guys, I feel like that's that's the end of the podcast. It's been a nice time. It's been good chatting to you. Again, you might be here next week. You might not. We don't know. But hopefully we'll be back in the TARS within the next month or two, I'd like to think, because you can sit at one end of the desk. I can sit at the other. We um, are open to new producers because, of course, we have – Oisted snake rap Ben. Um, it'll probably be news to him because he is actually going to be producing this episode. But still producing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, don't worry about that. And also, just look the, look at the merch on the Facebook page, which we're getting rid of for transferring everything to Instagram because Facebook shit. And also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever else, and just enjoy the podcast. All right. Can I mention, Davey, I relaunched my website, which is theshaneTodd.com, as in theshaneTodd. Not theshaneTodd, the guy that was killed? No, no, no. The guy's okay, very sweet. much alive and kicking, like nice. uh, like my man Jamie Thixon. Uh, my tour's been rescheduled, and all the new dates are on sale there, theshaneTodd.com. Nice, right. Okay, other than that, good evening, and see you next week. Mm.